Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? Let's have a musical intro, shall we? Ding, 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 ding. David Hunter. Yeah, David Hunter. I mean, we were talking about this on Sunday, weren't we? How our mothers seem to have a massive crush on David Hunter in Crossroads. It worried me because you showed a picture to your missus and she said he was fit. There was something there, she said. I don't, I don't know, know what it is. It's not his acting ability, is no, it? No, he is a plank of wood. Um, and it doesn't help in this that almost... I think I think you see him in long shot like twice, don't you? The rest of the time, he's just staring directly at the camera, talking about talking nonsense. To, to Control, who seems to be yeah. one woman with, yeah. that we keep seeing. Um, I, I've, I've never seen this. I don't remember any of it. I've, I've, I'm, I've come to the conclusion that I started watching Doctor Who when Joe Grant came along, right. because I have no memory of Liz Shaw whatsoever. And yeah, oh my I, word, I, Liz I, Shaw's I, short skirts. I wasn't yes. expecting her to be hitched up as much as she is. Did you, because um, you, cause you like, I, I, I'm the same. I don't remember. I never remembered Liz Shaw. When you saw her in like magazine articles, I thought, who's that? I don't remember. She was, she was sort of the equivalent of Troughton or Hartnell's companions. I didn't know who they were. So... Yeah, well, I, I no idea who she was. And then when um, when I started watching the Australian VHS uh, recordings, because a mate of mine had them all, and he would lend them to me very nicely, nice nice chap. And um, I remember watching like season seven, and a I, I loved Liz Shaw. I think she's brilliant. But b because you read and it goes Liz Shaw, who a scientist who was the Doctor's intellectual. You don't then picture. Dolly Bird in a skirt that's you know got less width than my belt. Yeah, it it's quite staggering her yeah. outfits in this. Staggering hair as well. I mean, it's definitely nineteen oh, yeah. seventy. Well, it's a, it's a wig, isn't it? Because um, I think she she went off and had a haircut or a hairstyle that didn't match, and the director went mad. So yeah. so in in like three of the episodes and you can almost see where it changes it's a wig yeah. it's not a very good one they give her that stupid hat to try and cover it as well well that hat that yeah. hat has a reason which we will find out about. there is yes a reason when we get to the the weird scene wasn't it nice seeing a weir again a weir, a weir. Yeah, it, it was unusual to, no it was unusual to write the word weir i don't very often it's weird to write weir isn't but did it? you as a kid did you go we're just going down playing down the weir we used yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, we used to have a weir. You never see weirs you anymore. Don't. I don't know what they did. No. Does anyone know what is a weir? Yeah. Yeah. They do something clever, I'm sure. Recovery 7. Do you read me? Any response yet? Nothing. Recovery 7. Do you read me? Well, I suggest we cut it open. 
I've got men with thermal lances standing by. I think I'm getting something. They have got the capsule. What went wrong? I don't know yet. They started to crack the code, too. What are you going to do about unit? It's already been dealt with. They've got quite a surprise coming. Hello, Recovery 7. Do you read me? Hello, Recovery 7. Do you read me? Hello, Space Control. This is Recovery 7. Will you clear us for re-entry? Charlie! This is Ralph Cornish. You are back at Space Control. <laughs> Open the capsule. We are not cleared for re-entry. Charlie? Back at Space Control, what's wrong? Open the hatch. Hello, Space Control, this is Recovery 7. Will you clear us for re-entry? Let me try. Hello, Van Leiden. What is the capital of Australia? We are not cleared for re-entry. How many beans make five? Hello, Space Control, this is Recovery 7. Will you clear us for re-entry? Van Leiden. We are not cleared for re-entry. Right, cut it open. We've got yeah. David Hunter talking to Charlie. Yes. Charlie the, the astronaut. Who's an astronaut all by himself. Yeah. Who's gone after these people who took off from Mar uh, Mars seven months ago. Yes. But something has taken back off from Mars. And it's like, oh, this is all a bit quite a mass. This is it's good. Something has launched from yeah. Mars and he's gone to intercept it. It's very quite a massy bits of this one, isn't it? And don't you love it that this is... I know in the Doctor Who universe, Britain was a bit more ahead than the the actual 1970s uh, Britain and I love it that they've got a space programme but isn't this the most British space programme you could ever get it's like four men in a room uh, a couple of secretaries a we've just talked about yeah we've just talked about the space program in joe 90 and it's yes. exactly that sort yep. of thing isn't it a couple it of people it's... with a crappy display on the wall yep with a, a yeah with, with a couple of uh, uh, computer monitors that are obviously not computer monitors they're just cso um it's all very low rent the the space program well um, the this whole story is very low very rent. it's low not rent, yeah. it's not helped by the god-awful colorization doesn't help matters, yeah well it? it's it, it's technically not a colorization it is because what, what happened is they had the british 35 mil film prints then they uh located a u.s uh, NTSC copy with colour on, but the colour was the print was just awful. As you know, NTSC is always shortened uh, or yeah. an acronym for never twice the same colour. Mm. Um, it's a terrible uh, video format. So they they took the colour from the NTSC print, oh. overlaid it on the UK black and white print to try and cobble together this colour print. But it looks awful. Um, mm. It, it looks terrible. Weirdly, episode one looks a lot better, so I don't know whether they found an actual colour print of episode one. It gets worse as the it does, episodes yes, go on, 100%. doesn't it? 100%. And, and the other thing about this show is the weird experimental title sequence. Well, that's the first of my question marks here, because there are times in this story where I actually have to pause and put a question mark. What is it with these... Who, whose decision was to do this? I think it was Barry Letts was trying to do something different because if you remember later on in Carnival of Monsters, he he tries to introduce a new theme. So I think it was Barry Letts thinking, um, I want to do something different. I want to try something different. So there's various, in season seven, there's various so different ways. So like Inferno, you've got the 
the stock lava footage and they superimposed the titles over that. And this one, you get uh, the recap. Then the the music stings in again with the tunnel sequence with the episode title. And then it zooms in with the second bit of the episode title. It's it's very, very weird. And there's a comedy sound effect over it yeah, as well. Um, yeah, it's... It doesn't really work, does it? I don't think. No, you can see why they didn't continue with yeah. it. So, so that's a question mark. The next question mark you had warned me about, but I wasn't quite ready for, is the outrageous French accent. Oh, uh, yeah. Tartalian or something. Tartalian, yeah. Did you, did you see what I mean, though, by... When I'd he's outside. Yeah, when he's in the car and he goes... Uh, uh, get in, yeah. Miss Shaw. Get in, Miss Shaw. Like. It's like, where's your accent gone? But evidently, um, the director gave him different instructions in the studio. He's well, doing an outrageous French accent to the point where, when I first watched it, I thought ah, he's going to turn out to be, uh, you know, a fake. But no, it's just supposedly meant well, to be French. Well, meant to be French. My next question mark is: the actor is French. That's no. not. A, that's not an English bloke putting on a French accent. Why that is it is, so bad then? Uh, I, uh, bad actor. Bad actor in could French. Be. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a question mark. Yeah. Yes. Next question mark. Um, yeah, Davros in a Davros with a beard. I wasn't yes. expecting old Michael, Michael Wisher, Wisher to be there. This is strange as well. It, this is the laziest way to get exposition across, isn't it? Why is there a, a TV news show going on inside the space center? And mm. not like they they're using footage. He's actually got his own desk. Yeah, it's so strange. Um, but it is purely for exposition, isn't it? it? Is, he yeah, says he, about the Mars landing, and then that, how it, they lost control, and but now it's taken yeah. off. Um, There's a lot question. of um, a lot of action that takes place off screen and is spoken about, isn't there? That we don't see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big question mark. The the little doctor and liz thing about you know yep. them disappearing going 15 seconds into the future I, I don't quite understand this when the doctor says well you know i went into the future but you weren't there yet that's yeah. fine if you're in a different location to where you are but it doesn't matter if i went 15 seconds into my future i'll be there because i'm not going to move in the next 15 seconds Do you see what i mean i suppose technically and this is getting really pedantic technically you would move if you're only if you're only moving temporarily because the planet is revolving no. and uh revolving itself and moving around the sun so if you did travel forward in time 15 seconds i don't know how far you would move but you'd you'd be a couple of meters from this is a bit were. strontium dog it is yeah at, at a grenade where you went exactly, forward yeah. in time but the but the planet had moved so you ended that's up probably in space. where i learned it but yeah you yeah. would um but i don't get because the doctor uh, liz disappears he goes oh good grief liz where are you and then he does something and he disappears and liz reappears and she's like doctor where are you then he reappears and he says she goes where did you go ah. and he goes i didn't go anywhere you went 15 seconds in the future ah. but you weren't there i hadn't arrived yet well yeah you were because you were stood there Ah, no, I, I think I know what they're getting at now, which is Liz disappears, right? Yeah. She goes she goes into the future, but she goes into the future at the point where the Doctor has disappeared to go into the future as well. It's all very strange. I keep forgetting as well in this season, um, 
There's no TARDIS interior. Uh, no TARDIS interior. They've just got the control console. How did so, they get that in that room through those know. doors? How did they get out out of the doors of the TARDIS? Yes. You know. It's like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Charlie has reached Mars Probe Seven, which nice yes. model work. That's all Ian Schoon's doing the model work there. Um, I, I've yeah, got and... a question about Charlie. Oh yeah. So so he's he's shown on the monitor. I'm yeah. coming to us. I'm going to have to remaneuver to you. And it shows the, the telly picture moving. And he goes upside down. Why? He's not mm. moving in conjunction with his camera. No. It's very silly. Yes, yeah. But he goes into the ship and then he hears, every, and I don't know how, but everybody down at the uh, control centre all hear this sound. Yes. Now, is that everyone on Earth hears that? No, I think it's just the control centre. Why? Cause it, why? What's it coming through on? Later on, they're going. It keeps going off, and they're going. Oh, I wish we could turn that off. What? Turn the speak. Take the speakers out of the room. Yeah, well, where's it coming that. from? Something the doctor says that's never addressed is the doctor says that he recognises it, but yes. he can't remember from where. Oh, I so, think I think he's pulling an Avon here. He's doing an Avon. Yeah, he's, right. he's stroking the back of his neck and going, "I recognise this." And if anyone said to him, "Where from?" Ah, oh, I'll tell you later. Yeah. It, he never comes back and goes because when he when we find out what's happening he doesn't know these creatures no he has no idea who they are or what that they were on mars because they're only visiting mars and they're not from yes. mars they were just visiting they're not well. ice warriors are no, they? exactly yeah um so yeah it, it, i think he's just pull he's just putting it on any the doctor in this one isn't it yeah. desperately trying to be 2001 in the space shots so in the space shots with their use of music as yeah. well, trying to put a bit of classical over the top of it. Um, I like John Pertwee in, in, in episode one. I like the way where he says about, you know, uh, we've just got a message, we've got to decode it. And, and I think it's old David Hunter goes, uh, but who's it from? And he just goes, the man's a fool. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> the man's a fool. And then Brigadier goes, well, because he goes, I need to use the computer. Well, he's in charge. Oh, I say, old chap. I love Pertwee in this. I mean, all, yeah. we're going to run bits of this down, but Pertwee, the Brigadier, Liz, they're all brilliant in this. And Pertwee yeah. is at the top of his game. He's great. Yeah. Um, it happens again, but the Doctor realises it's a reply. It's come yes. from Earth, somewhere in London. It's replying back, and they, they, they triangulate. And it's uh, it's in Acton. And now, yeah. it's, no, it's not lucky. the one... Yeah, it's not the one that was in uh, Aliens, oh, right. Batman 89. It's the Telegraph Condenser Factory, was which it the was one... abandoned at the time. It's not I the one think from Blade so. 7, though. I think it is the one from Secret oh, right. It looks very familiar. The, the yeah, all those gantries. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get lots of havoc here, don't we? You warned yes. me that there was an awful lot of havoc oh, stuff. Oh, good Lord. There's so much filler that involves action in air quotes scenes this one in in episode one where they attack the abandoned warehouse i i quite like it i think it's okay but and this gets worse and worse and worse as we go through the story unit are awful hmm. they they don't have no clue they all look to be about 55 they're all old people and they just their idea of, of taking cover is to stand behind a pallet that's got lots of gaps in or to just stand in the open and fire. 
And the the SLR rifle was quite a accurate weapon up to about I think it was about six hundred yards. They can't hit them from thirty feet. Yeah. Yeah, they're terrible. The u- unit do not give a good uh, showing of themselves in this. No, no. Um, I mean, it ends with the French bloke, you know, menacing the doctor. Yeah. Uh, because he, he he wants the tape. This doctor's got a tape. Yeah. He knows all about the message. And this is where we go into the who can you trust sort of thing. Yes, yeah, sort of the, the, the paranoia yeah. sort of section. But the trouble is, we know, we know we can trust the Brigadier. We know we can trust Liz. We know we can trust the Doctor. It's almost immaterial, everyone else. No one mm. suspects a uh, um, Crossroads man, do they? No. <laughs> He's so bland. But yeah, they, there's this... which. This is this is the little bits that I think verge into silliness is when uh Tatalian wants the, the tape reel. That's so nineteen seventies, isn't it? Oh. Tape reels. Um and the doctor does that thing where he makes it disappear with an obvious camera cut. It's and then transmigration in, yeah. of an object. Yeah. At episode two he gives us because Liz goes, Magic and he goes, Nonsense, it's science, it's blah blah blah. And it, it, yeah, it's like, mm, okay, silly, silly magic trick. Well done. Mm. Um, this is in my notes. I've put, what's happened to the image? This is terrible. Because for some reason on uh, iPlayer, like I say, episode one is all right. It's watchable. Episode two onwards. Oh, it goes horrible. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah, they've they've captured one of the bad guys haven't they this sergeant but somebody with gloved hands frees him we don't know who that is adding to the paranoia the capsule comes back lands in southeast england which was farnborough airfield and david hunter the doctor and the brig go go out to it this is total and utter quatermus with them outside the capsule wanting to get in and rescue the astronaut yeah you're expecting him to bang on the door and go caroon yeah yeah it's very quater mash uh, create a mass. I love it as well, though that this is this is a capsule that's come down from space. This should be, a, and it just lands in a field, and there's just the three of them. Yeah, it's you know. totally upright in a field. We've got um, odd music all the way through this story, and here it's like yeah. something from Jethro Tull. It's yes, really weird. It yeah, yeah, it's um, the the music is very strange again. But that that sort of goes with the uh, it goes with the turf with the seventies stories, doesn't it? Yeah. So we get a bit more action because the, that yep. buzzed by a helicopter. Yeah, they these... actually hired a helicopter, didn't they, for this? Yeah, and you've got blokes in odd yeah. masks. I don't know what those masks are meant to be. Yeah. Um, um, it, it, yeah, they they attack, and again, the second the second action scene where unit are rubbish. Mm. Um, none of none of them. I mean, with you could, at the end of this show, they could have made, done a line where uh, um, Carrington goes, I issued blank ammunition to all your men, Brigadier. And you'd have gone, oh, yeah, that explains it. They it, they couldn't shoot anyone. I could have no. stopped this raid they with are, a stick. They are a bit, yeah, they are a bit rubbish. Rubbish as well is the anti-theft, anti-theft device, device that, Bess, on Bessie. that Bessie's yeah. got. The, Bessie, for, for some reason, had some engine trouble, so the Doctor was late getting to follow the the, the uh, convoy and then he spots it coming back and he does his uh, Pertwee Doddry old man 
impression. Yeah. I, I say, chap, sir, I can't get my car off the road. And yeah, for some reason, he says it magnetizes. And it's like, well, magnets no. don't work with flesh. You can't magnetize, no? magnetize flesh. Yeah. It's not, a flesh not magnet. Not normally, yeah. Mm. Um, and then, so, yeah, the, the, the brig, I like, that. I like the little scene where the brig comes back and he's going, it's an absolute shambles. We lost the capture, and then Doctor's there with the capsule. Yeah, with the capsule. Yeah, I, I like the ending of, of yeah. this episode because they get a contact from Recovery Seven saying about permission to, you know, uh, go into, you know, final reentry, and it's like, but you've already landed, you know. Yeah. And then the Doctor's like, "What's the capital of Australia?" Yeah, you know, really what's that? And uh, it's like, cut it open, and that's the don't, cliffhanger ending. Don't you love it that we're back in a time when the Doctor was intelligent and learned yeah. the stuff? It's like, and didn't uh, know everything. Yeah. And didn't know everything. Earlier on, when um, they had the sergeant prisoner, and the Doctor works out that he was military and then proves it. And it's like, ah, oh, this is great. I love, I love when the Doctor used his brain. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that they cut cut the hatch open. Yes. There's no one inside, but there's a very sweet little tape recorder. Yeah. Um, stuck stuck on the photo. It's like mm, that's not there. I love the fact as well that they they cut the capsule open, but then like in the next episode, it's like, is this ready? Could this go back into space? Yeah, we've just got to refill it. You've cut you, a big hole. You've in cut it. a bloody great hole in it. Yeah. I I don't understand the uh, the. The, the concept of radiation in this story as well. No, because... I don't think I don't think the producers understood what radiation was or how it worked. Yeah, because they were in the capsule, weren't they? When when it landed, they opened the capsule. They got yes. the three suits out, put the tape recorder in, and then they've taken the three suits and they're in this room. Yes, the, the so the doctor brought the capsule back and then. Uh, the the brigadier evidently called a security check. He didn't. It was the uh, Carrington doing it, and they got everyone to leave the the place. And that's when they got the presumably got the astronauts out, the ambassadors, and put the yeah. tape recording in. And it's like, why did they bother putting the tape recording in? Yeah, it it didn't really delay things, did it? No, not not at all. Um, they don't seem to understand either with that radiation is so called because it radiates. <laughs> yes. Uh, they seem to think radiation is only works if you touch it. Hmm. It's quite, quite strange idea. I, my favorite one is later on when, uh, when Liz gets kidnapped and she's doing something and she goes, shut the door, the radiation will get out. <laughs> it's not a smell. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> Um, that's the next question mark. I, I wasn't expecting Uncle Ushton from Blake yes, Seven yeah. to be there, but there the he dodgy is. Dodgy wig. Yep. 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 And uh, the Doctor meets uh, General Carrington, yep. who's uh, an extra ex astronaut from Mars Probe Six. Did you spot him as the villain because he was the one in the helicopter, or did his mask work? Oh, is that why they're wearing yeah. masks? He was in the helicopter. He I was didn't, in the helicopter, I didn't get yeah. that. Oh. Okay. Okay, the doctor tells them all that the message from Mars was an, or somebody says it's an astronaut code, wasn't it? Yeah. Saying that they found a uh, a self-contained contagious ra radiation. Yeah. All radiation contagious is contagious. Radiation. Yeah. All contag uh, radiation is contagious if you get near it. Well, yeah. It radiates uh, out. It radiates out. You. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they're they're sort of Carrington's going. Um, oh, it's just like. It's just a case of uh, we had to do this and we couldn't tell you, and as if that's going to suffice. 
Yeah. I love the way they're walking around the suits now. Yeah. All radioactive and they get abducted. And the scientists who were looking after them are killed. Yeah. And quite, the, and the do- quite graphically as well, isn't it? Not, not yeah. that you took, but it's quite hard hitting. There's a lot of, lot of deaths in this one. Well, yeah, they're just gunned down. And then yeah. the people who were, you know, taking them in, in the van, they get to that very boggy quarry. They've yeah. already been killed and they're dumped. And you don't see it, but you know that they're being picked up by that big grabber just to be buried, uh, if they were yeah. still alive, buried I, alive in, in the yeah. quarry. I like that they, uh, they plant evidence on it to show that they're foreign spies yeah. on these bodies. And then we find out, they get the Joan Carrington, when he goes there, he, he holds it out and goes, look, they had a newspaper cutting and it's in a foreign language. Yes. And the doctor wow. goes, you can buy yeah. foreign <laughs> newspapers, you know. Yeah. Um, it's very silly. Um, I think it is Regan by now. We see oh, Regan yeah. and, and he switches number plates yeah. and the side panels of that a- van. I'm okay with the number plate revolving. Yeah. You know, it was it was not that long after Bond and okay, that's fair enough. But when he presses a button and the colour changes with camera trickery that's terrible. It's like, uh yeah, it's not gone good. a bit far. Yeah. I like how the doctor has worked it out. He reckons the three astronauts are still in space and whatever's in those spacesuits isn't human. Yeah, again um, very quite massy that, isn't it, when he says yeah, that. Yeah. And then we get Dr. Lennox. I wasn't yeah, expecting old, old Dr. Lennox. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there he is. Yeah. Um, total filler, this. This character's total filler. Yeah, there, there's not yeah. any real need for him. All None the things Liz, Liz does, he, she could have done without him. Yep, yeah. So, ba- so Reagan is, uh, is blackmailing Viner. It doesn't take a lot of blackmailing, does it? I think they just offer him some money. Um, and to look after these... Uh, uh, ambassadors because they don't know they're aliens at this point um, and they realise that they, they need radiation to survive so Viner's job seems to be every 30 minutes or whatever give going in and doing this elaborate radiation thing, just give them a lot if they're eating it, it'll be fine yeah, 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 I like the way Reagan or Regan or whoever he is he gets a phone call and he goes, oh, well, go and open the front door. That's obviously Carrington who gives him photos yeah. of the Doctor and Liz and is told to get rid of them. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's Carrington doing a lot, in it? We, it? It's meant to be a big surprise, I think, and, but they give up on that. They, as soon as they introduce that government minister, it's like, oh, OK, he's the villain. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Liz has given a fake message to go and check the bodies, so off she goes in Bessie. I love how she's pursued by a Mark I Capri. Yeah, I, I saw that, and I thought, oh... Eric will like that. Mark yeah. Capri. Ex-Capri owner. Oh, yeah. I, I noticed that. And uh, here comes the reason for the hat. She's wearing that daft yeah. hat because then you can disguise that that's not her yeah. driving Bessie during the car chase. Yeah. Uh, definitely. It's like, oh, dear. I mean, it's it, again, it's uh, it's a low-rent car chase, isn't it? Because almost all of, all of this program takes place, uh, it appears on like a disused airfield. Yeah. And they they make no pretense at trying to sort of pad it out or anything like that. It's like every scene is on this airfield. Yeah, the, or the, yeah. the uh, space centre is an old gas works. Yeah, everything is just horrendously sort of grey and... It's, it, this is the 70s in a nutshell, isn't it? Really? Well, you know, we've just 
well, derided's not the right word, but we didn't have an awful lot to say for the uh, Joe Knighty episode we just done. No. You know, most special astronaut. But at least you got establishing shots of the rocket on yep. the silo with all the buildings around it. Yeah, yeah, you, you know? get... This, this is what this needed, some long shots, some establishing shots. Everything is sort of described off-screen. Yeah. And it's, oh, if you looked over there, you'd see a lot of money's worth. No, no, you wouldn't. But no. uh, I do love as well that when they kidnap, because we get a lovely sequence of Liz being chased on foot and then falling off the weir, mm-hmm. um, which uh, Caroline Johns actually did some of that. Well, herself. the long shots, yeah. it's, it's Roy Scammell yeah. in, in that hat. But, yeah, the close-up shots is her. Yeah. And she was pregnant yeah, she at was, the time and yeah, hadn't told anyone. Yeah, because she, she this is why she left the show, because she was pregnant. Um, and, uh, yeah, she didn't bother telling anyone. She thought they'll sack me. She wasn't yeah. that far wrong, to be fair. Mm. Um, but, yeah, and then she gets kidnapped and taken uh, to with Reagan and Viner. Um, and I love it that uh, uh, the, the, uh, Reagan says to um, Viner, doesn't he? Shows him um, the pictures of the Doctor and Liz and says, do you know these two? And I thought, well, this is stupid. Just because he's a scientist, don't mean to say all scientists know each other. This and he goes, true. I recognise Liz. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, you know, um, that's when we get the old French boffin who's yes. lost his accent. Um and uh, yeah, yeah, um, we get a lot of padding where Liz is trying to escape from yeah. Reagan, don't we? And it's and again, serves no purpose for the story. It's pure padding. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I, I like I love the outrageously obvious uh, briefcase bomb that yes. we get. Yeah, yeah. Reagan gives. Uh, he wants the doctor. He's been ordered to kill the doctor, so he gives Tatalian a briefcase bomb. Um, but he wants to get rid of Tertullian as well, so he sets the timer to nothing. Yes. And it's a, it's a really weird shot, isn't it? Because go, Tertullian goes to the doctor and says, um, uh, I'm going to tell you everything, but i just got to get something from my car. Comes back <laughs> with the bomb, arms it, and it explodes, and you get this weird shot of him going, Wah! <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I like the way, I mean, in the script, it says that his body shields the Doctor from the explosion, but we <laughs> yeah. don't get to see all that. All we get is the Doctor with a Band-Aid on his right cheek, yes, doesn't he? Yes, yeah, it looks amazing. He's, you don't expect to see the Doctor with a plaster stuck on his face. No. Uh, Liz and co, they've created a device to control the suits. Yes. But, but somehow one of the suits escapes and electrocutes a guard, and now we've got this red flashing thing to denote, you know... Uh, yeah, what radiation. is that red face? Is that radiation passing by contact? Yeah, radiation. Uh, radiation seems to do anything they want in this because it can uh, pop open locks. It can travel up pipework. Yeah. Um, it can open safes. Cause open it's just safes, a, yeah. Yeah, because after it's uh, killed, somehow it gets all the way to Sir James without being noticed yeah. or stopped by anyone, kills him, opens a safe, the Doctor comes in, closes in on the Doctor, and that's the end of episode four. Yeah, We're already my, at episode four. Episode four. Not a lot's happened, has it? No. There's lots of padded. My question, though, is, so they've got this, and he, even Reagan says this later on, they've got this device that they can give very simple instructions to the ambassadors. Move forward, turn left. Yet somehow, out of sight, 
they managed to control <laughs> the ambassador to go into the office, kill uh, Sir Quinlan, open the safe, get the stuff, go Menace after the, the doctor. doctor. Then, um, when the brigadier comes in, go yeah. out, melt the door so they can't escape yep. or, and chase it down. Um, I didn't realise Benton was in this. Yeah, I'd forgotten that. Yeah, because we, we, we saw him in the Troughton one, didn't we? The invasion. Yeah. And this is the first appearance in Pertwee's stories for Benton. And it's like, ah, oh, Sergeant Benton. Give me a little It's smile. nice to see him back. It is. I, so I'll good. tell you what. I tell you what's gone at this moment when Benton comes in. The Doctor's plaster has gone. Yes. They've forgotten it. He heals very quickly. The Doctor. Well, he is a Time Lord. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, the Doctor's going to go up. He's in his spacesuit. Yes. Like the way do- he says goodbye to the brig and everything. Yeah. That's that's a really nice scene. I like that. Where they don't know whether the Doctor's going to survive it or whatever, and the brig. It's two old friends. You know, doing it in a very British way. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Um, I really, yeah, I really like that because, yeah, they, uh, Sir Quinlan has uh, has been blocking uh, the ship launch because they don't want he's in he's in or was in league before he got killed with Carrington, and they didn't want them going back up to find out the truth. Uh, but the doc, they couldn't get any astronauts, could they? So the doctor's like, oh, I'll I'll pilot it. And it's got. Have you got had any experience? I spent more time in space than you've been alive. Ooh. Well, that is true. Yeah, true. That is true. Yeah. I, I like I like the capsule interior. It's like what you've said before about many of our shows. It looks too good to be yes. made for it. And it and that is the case. It was uh, actually it? made yeah. for Doomwatch. Ah, okay. Which was made the same year and then it was like repurposed for this. Um meanwhile, Re- Reagan goes to the Southern Gas Works. Yeah. Um, which substitutes for the uh, for the launch site and nobbles something. We d- we never really know what he's doing. No, he does. There's like three three times in this uh, story where he breaks into the super secret rocket base by virtue of having a bread van. Um, they just he let the unit just let him well, in. It? Yeah, it's like those. Yeah, off you go. And he goes and does something long winded, but supposedly technical on. Air supplies, gas supplies, this time the fuel supply, because they can only use a 30% mix of M3 or something. Did you so, notice on that M3 tank somebody misspelt variant? I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Instead of ending yeah. in A N T, it ends in E N T. Yeah. Variant. 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 This is Australian. Um, oh, yeah, he does, I mean, he does something that causes a spike on their instruments, but they immediately go, oh, no, it's all right. It's self-rectified. Yeah, self-rectified. It'll be fine. So what's the point of that? Very British. Very British space launch, this. Yeah. Now, you warned me about the space launch. You warned me about the model work of this space launch. You didn't warn me enough. I wasn't quite ready for how shockingly... This is sub... Tomorrow, people. Yes. Well, when you consider, like I say, we, we literally just watched Joe 90, which was, what, 68? 69. 69. So, two years before this one. And it's like comparing, I don't know, Star Crash with 2001. Mm. Um, you can just see the, the lack of money that the BBC was running under compared to, you know, yeah. ITC or Anderson yeah. and Oh, it's shocking, but it is bad, isn't it? It's, it's not very good. bad. The info track says that the rocket was made out of corrugated cardboard. 
and I can quite believe it. Yeah, I, yeah, Blimey. I can believe it. I like the way sticky back plastic. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way when you see inside and you see old John Pertwee there and he's experiencing G-force. They, uh, they, they did the G-force. All they did was get an industrial hairdryer <laughs> and blast him with uh, hot air from an industrial hairdryer. Do you dryer. think that's where he got the idea for Bouffant hair from? They Maybe did that had... scene and he looks in the mirror and went, oh, I said, oh. Maybe he good. never had Bouffant hair, yeah, but then. this permanently <laughs> Bouffanted his hair. Could, could you be, know? could be. Um, yeah. I love the, uh, I love that they, because uh, Viner had, um, he had gone off with a message from Liz for the Brigadier and he, he he gets put in a cell by Benton, um, and he keeps he keeps they keep going to him. Well, what's it about? And he goes, "I can only tell the brigadier." Mm. It's like you idiot. And then he uh, a guard brings in uh, a, a radioactive core, and he rushes over. And there's a there's a bell on the door, a thing, and it just says sergeant. Yeah, that's very specific. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it oh, always dear. a sergeant on duty, or do you think Benton put it there? Mm. My moment of fame, and then he dies off screen. Yeah, what a waste of a time character. We only find out that that was a, like an isotope yeah. from a bit of dialogue ages afterwards. Yeah, it's you like know? what am what am to find it? Oh, he died. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he I wasn't expecting. <laughs> no, they only had him for like two days. Um, I wasn't expecting when the, the Doctor docks with Mars Probe 7, a UFO, they call it a UFO, has approached. This enormous yes. spaceship. I, I've never seen a photo of this ship, so I didn't no. know this was coming. It looks a little bit dodgy, doesn't it? It is a bit... Slightly um, lady-like, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It shows you and, that uh, uh, Giga wasn't the first one that designed space. No, not at all. Like, I mean, uh, you know, when he, when he gets out the capsule, when you... Yeah, um, You've got this pink fiberglass tunnel oh, that he's yes. looking down. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird, that, isn't it? Because it's, it's a CSO nightmare. Oh, um. Did you see on the info track about how when John Pertwee gets out the spaceship and he lowers down like that, yeah. he's actually on a forklift truck. Really? Yeah, they loaded him down on a forklift oh. truck to get that motion, you know. And he meets the three. They're watching the football. Yeah. These, these three astronauts. They think they're on Earth and in quarantine. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, well, because it, it literally is just a, a room, isn't it, that they're in? There's like yeah. no budget to show that it's an alien room or anything. But yeah, they they see the doctor coming in and they they wonder who he is and they think they're they're still in quarantine, like you say. And it's like, can we can we go yet? Can we leave? Um, and then the uh, we get a bit of expedition from. Um, we finally see vaguely one of the aliens. Oh, good God! I wasn't yeah. I wasn't ready for this hand waving alien looking through some blinds yeah. by the look of it. He looks like he's knitted, doesn't he? He looks like it's, he's wearing a knitted outfit. It ain't good. No, because for for a long time um, there was again, like you said, there's there's no not many stills from this thing. So for a long time, we never knew what these aliens looked like. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, so when you finally do see them, it's like, oh dear, oh dear, not so good. But they de- mm. look different to the ambassadors later on. So I don't know, if it, is it two species or I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, maybe they're meant to be. I mean, it's so blurry. It's hard to. Um... Yeah, very again CSO. And basically, they they tell the doctor that 
uh, why have you got our ambassadors? We want them back or we're going to destroy the planet. Um, and it, this is the point where we go back to see Carrington and he wants to nuke everything, doesn't he? he <laughs> that's his answer to everything. <laughs> yep. Just uh, nuke it. He's doing a rip. Yeah, he's doing a Ripley. If Ripley had been played by him, I don't think it would have been the same success somehow. No, 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 no. What happens next then? Um, yeah, we find out the suits are ambassadors. They were, they yes. were sent off to Earth with all goodwill. Um, and, uh, yeah, and the Doctor's like, well, we didn't know that. If you let me go back, I'll explain the situation. They go, yeah, all right, but the three stay here. Luckily, yeah. they've got three ambassadors on Earth and three astronauts, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, it's lucky. And it's lucky that the ambassadors are vaguely the same height and human-shaped. Mm. Uh, very, very handy. Uh, one of the um, one of the ambassadors decides randomly to take his helmet off in the cell, and we see that he's yeah, like a, that? a bubble-faced blue guy. Yeah. I don't know why he does it, unless he's because I don't know why these ambassadors are following what they're being told. To. Can you imagine? It's like you get told you're you're go, you're going to be the ambassador uh, to France, and you go across to France and you, you know, go into the embassy, and the French government say. We want you to rob a bank. And you go, yeah, all right. And you go and rob a bank. And they come back and go, we want you to kill this person. And you go, yeah, all right, I'll do that. Why are they following their orders? You've got a better French accent than that <laughs> yeah, French scientist, than the can I just say. <laughs> yeah. I love the way the doctor lands the capsule. We don't see any of this. No, no, I can't whatsoever. No, He's coming because... down in the field. He's just landed. We've got him on radar and on picture. We're not going to show you. But yeah, he's landing. Oh, a successful landing. But yeah. but did he come down in the field? Because Regan is no, at North lands... Fleet Gas Refinery yeah. now. And yeah, the decontamination room is somewhere in that gas factory. Yeah, um, because he they say when, when the first capsule, la- or the same capsule the first time landed, they say, oh, if it hadn't been interfered with, we could have landed it outside the building. And so I think they've got like a... <laughs> A helicopter <laughs> for spacecraft. Yeah. I love the way at the end, you know, just before it lands, the girl goes, the capsule is 30 miles an hour. I'm sure a capsule lands a bit faster than that when it finally hits the ground. Yeah, I would think so. I don't know what the terminal velocity is, but I'm sure it's more than 30 miles an hour. Yeah. I love the doctor Did in you his stripy dressing gown. Did has changed from the first couple of episodes? Completely no, I didn't different notice girl that. this time, yeah. Okay, okay. I like the doctor's stripy dressing gown that they yes. give him while he's yeah. uh, uh, um, being decontaminated. But yeah, he's gassed by Reagan. Yeah. He, Reagan has uh, somehow worked out, somehow, somehow, how to connect the gas pipe to the decontamination. Yeah, because he doesn't appear too clever, does he, Reagan? So I have no instructions. But um, I love this because the, doc- the gas starts coming in, doctor falls over, gets carted away. A brigadier and crossroads fella. They're going, he, the crossroads fellow goes, okay, Brigadier, the doctor should be finished now. I'll just call him. Hello, doctor. You're Are you there? <laughs> yeah, there's no answer. And the Brigadier goes, I'd better go over there. Dun, dun, dun. There's no one else about. Who, I, was, so, I have, no yeah. one is in the area of the room. Yeah. Not so the one doc- person. The doctor landed, went into contamination of his own accord with no one helping him. This is such a low budget. Space well, he might launch, have been contaminated. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's, that's why there's well, no one there. You know, uh, I've not thought it through, have I? No, that's, no, no, no. Reason. 
So, yeah, he's abducted, put in the bread yep. van, taken across and to Liz and the suits. I like how he, he, he seems pleased that Liz is all right, you know. Yeah, he, I like I like this. And then when the brig comes later, he's like, are you okay, Miss Shaw? Yeah, it's, it's not, I miss these days. Did you, um, did you see how uh, John Pertwee was uh, well miffed? that they decided the camera angle would be right up his nostrils. Really? I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. of course, he had, he had something, he, he had a bit of a thing about his nose, didn't he? And, yes. He was and you do right, yeah. you see right up the hooter there. And that's when Carrington appears and dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It was him all villain. along. Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah. Um, and it's quite a nice episode then, because he basically says, uh, sorry, Doctor, it's my moral duty to kill you, and pulls a gun and points him right at it's like, okay, that's quite strong stuff for sort of yeah. this, this time period. But, of course, doesn't go through with it. No, Regan talks him out yeah. of it. Yeah, I like says the doctor I, help him. I like his character. He's quite... I like Regan yeah. in his... He's, he has no... He's not swayed. He has one no. mission, and he has no, you know... That, and, and no point does he doubt himself or what no. he's doing. I've been no. told to do it. It's like old Scorby, isn't yeah. it? In, yeah, he's a professional... In the Tom Baker one. Yeah, he is a mercenary. He's yeah. been told to do this. He doesn't care what the consequences might be. He's just going to do what he's been paid to do, you know? Yeah, Carrington seems to have uh, a thing about his moral duty, doesn't he? He's, he keeps saying, it's my moral duty. Yeah, and and we find out that Carrington yes. thinks the suits are a vanguard for an invasion, and he had met them yep. on Mars. Yeah, Never he... reported it to anyone. No, 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 he... He went. He was on Mars Probe Six, and they they went to Mars, um, and then his fellow astronaut. They met the ambassadors. His fellow astronaut was killed by accident. Presumably, they went to shake their hands or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they came. Carrington came back. How did he explain the dead astronaut? Yeah. Didn't mention the aliens. What well, I'd love to see that mission debriefing. Where's uh, Where's your third astronaut? What? Oh, we left him behind. Yeah. And he set all this up for a trap. Yeah. He wants to protect the world, and he wants the Doctor's help, you know, with this uh, device. And uh, I love the way Carrington takes one of the suits. Yeah. In a shielded car. Don't worry, I've got a shielded car. Yeah. Again, you have no idea how radiation works. Yeah. As long as you uh, put the sun visor down, you're fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, it takes him to the studio. And then orders the the studio, uh, Michael Wisher, he says, we're going to do a live broadcast and I want it to go out around the world. Mm. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to organize that. And it's like, it was so naive back then, wasn't it? Yeah. Just, just broadcast it around the world. Um, yeah. And he's just got the aliens sat in the studio on a chair. Yeah. Um, it's very, very strange. Um, but then the, in a, in a sort of weird thing, the doctor, they, the doctor, um, the brigadier finds the doctor. Um, yeah, but before that, yeah. the doctor's been sending out an SOS. Oh, that's he? right. He's, yeah, the doctor. He said the, he, he's he's working on this machine. He's actually yeah. sending it out an SOS around the world. Yes, and we do get a nice scene with Benton, doesn't it, where they work it out, and he goes, "SOS, save our souls." <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. But yeah, so they they triangulate where the signals coming from, and they. They raid the uh, the shed that the, the the bad guys are in, um, and they they uh, spring the doctrine out, and they they can't the brigadier all the brigadier's men have been arrested, 
bear this in mind in a second. All yeah. his men have been arrested. Carrington's replaced all his men with his own troops. There's no way back into the the space yard, the you know the uh, the factory. So the doctor goes. Well, Reagan says, "Why don't you use the ambassadors to get in?" And the doctor and Brigadier goes, oh, "Excellent idea. We'll do that." He's like, "Hang on. So you're going to happily kill people?" Yeah. It's like mm, it's a bit dodgy. Well, the, doc- the doctor says, doesn't he, that uh, when they get there and you've got that big gunfight at the gate. I don't know yeah. why um, you know it has to happen at the gate. Um, well, um, the doctor tells yeah, them again. It's so low rent that we only ever see this gate guarded by two men. And again, I could have got in here. Shoot yeah. them from a distance. Yeah. But no, the doctor says, open the gates, don't hurt anyone. Yeah. Um, and Carrington is ready for the broadcast. He's going to take the helmet off of the yeah. suit. I don't know if he's going to do that and not succumb to the radiation. But on live TV, so everyone can see what this yes, thing this, is. Yes, and this will cause world panic. So the the world governments will have to sanction a nuclear uh, missile attack on the UFO. Yeah. Bit of a gamble, but, you know. I mean, at this point, it's obvious that Carrington is mad, isn't it? It's yeah. Not, they're not he, pretending he's... He's lost insane. it. Yeah. But what I like about this story is when, you know, the Doctor and the Brigadier and the other suits come in, he doesn't die, you know, he doesn't reach for his no. gun and he, he's killed. He's just arrested yeah. and led away and said, look, I just wanted what was best for the planet. Yeah, I, I quite like that he goes to the doctor, he says, you see, doctor, don't you? I had to do it. It was my moral duty. And the doctor goes, yes, of course, old chap. It's quite, it's quite a nice thing, but it was also a little bit Scooby-Doo for me. Mm. It was like... Carrington's like, oh, blast Ooh, it. it. I would have got away with it if, if it wasn't for you meddling time, time lords. <laughs> and they, yeah. they just arrested him. And he sat. He was sat in jail for the rest of the Pertwee season. Maybe, Every time maybe there was a, an invasion on telly, he went, I told you so. Yeah, you should listen to me. Yeah. yeah. I quite like the way it ends with a an exchange as well. You know, the three yeah. suits for the three astronauts. And it's weird as well. The doctor go as soon as that's done. The doctor goes over to shake their hands. Oh no, you're right. Uh, and he's I'm like, moving. I'm off now. It's like, but we need your help. Yeah, well, I'm busy. He leaves Liz to do it. Which yeah, I like that. Yeah, Liz can do it. Um, yeah, it's a it's a weird it's a weird one. This where if it was cut down to four episodes. I think it'd be brilliant. It's just a little bit too, well, a lot too padded, as a lot seven of the seven parts episodes. Well. Too I, many. I still yeah. can't believe it's seven episodes. I know. When you picked it, it was like, oh, no. It's a lot to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got, yeah. We got Hammer and Blake Seven as well to watch. It's a lot of stuff. Um, but I must admit, I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed watching well, it. Watching it one episode at a time was Yeah, better. there you go. You, crucially, that's what you did, didn't you? Yes. Well, I knew the last time I tried to watch it, I, you know, I fell into a coma. Um, so I knew, I thought, I, well, as soon as you said, I, like, I went downstairs and watched episode one after last uh, re- Tuesday's recording. And I thought, I'm going to try and watch it one episode a day. There was one day where I watched two, because uh, I knew I'd be busy the next day. But I thought, that's the way you've got to watch this. You watched it all in one go, didn't you? Or pretty much. Well, today I've watched the last two, one yeah, after the oh, other. And, oh my goodness! That's a that's a very padded 
Set I was on my phone a lot, checking things. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes. But it's got it's got some really good bits in it. The monsters are interesting enough, and some of the characters I like. Like I said, I like Reagan. Carrington's quite a, a good character. Um, the Doctor and the regulars are just brilliant. I love Liz. Um, it's nice to see Ben. And but then you've got on the other hand, you've got uh, Tatalian, who is crap. You've got Crossroads Man, who is just a blank of wood. Oh, he's it's Mr. Mahogany, rubbish. isn't he? Yeah, it's awful. Uh, and the direction is so weird. It's just so many close-ups. It's like they said, okay, we've done all the close-ups. Should we do the long shots now? It's like, well, no, you've used up all your film. Yeah. Oh, oh, well. Yeah, very, very unusual direction on it. I'm glad I saw it, though. I'm glad yeah, I watched no, it. I, you know. You know. It's one that occasionally I might watch one or two episodes of. You know, if I'm in a Pertwee kick and I'm doing something, I want to watch a representation of each one. But I, I really wouldn't sit down to watch all seven episodes for pleasure. There's oh. so many better stories. I mean, this is by far the weakest of season seven. Mm. You know, I'll happily watch seven episodes of Inferno, watch seven episodes of Silurians. But I just wish they'd have split them up a bit. We could have got more stories and uh, and less of this padding. Yeah. I haven't asked you, but and, and it's not a question I've not asked you for a while. What's your earliest memory of, of this? Was it uh, the, the novelisation? Um, yeah. Uh, no, the novelisation came late. It was one of those early 80s ones. My first memory of this, other than seeing stills in like the monster book and things like that, my first time I watched this was when I had it on VHS from a mate, the Australian, and it was black uh, and white. Okay. And I think it works yeah. better in black and white, to be honest. Um, I think this is one where colour actually makes it a little bit garish. Um, it, it, it takes your mind yeah. off of it. Um, especially, you know, when Liz is being chased across the weir and it's like, my God, the colours are the focus everything's horrible yeah it's just it's it's not a it's not a good looking series this one not no. a good looking series at all no all right well i thought today we will vote on two subjects we have because they are a, an adversary for a while the ambassadors but also reagan as well oh, okay yeah who would you like to talk Should about we do first? reagan first all right. Well, he's, he has a number of uh, boiler suits. Yes. Do we know his regular first name? suits? Um, Ronnie. What, what, what was Reagan in um, the oh, Sweeney? It was George. George was the George Dennis Waterman. John Thor and Jim. Jim was it? It's going to be. Reagan? Yeah, it's going to be something like that. Let's call him Jimmy. Jimmy Boy Reagan. Um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, he's got he's got some snazzy boiler suits. When he puts the flat cap on to say, it's, it's, so, it's almost like a Monty Python sketch, and it was like, I am a cockney, I am. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. Um, but yeah, oh, I, like, I like that he it, changes. Outfit. It was Jack Regan. Jack, just looked yeah, at, of course yeah. it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good solid name, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, he is. Um, so, design then, looking at design, him. Design, I like his stuff, I like his flat cap. Um, I, I I like that he's a bit of a bother boy, um, but again, very like Scorby, very professional. So I'm going to give him a because he's basically just a man in a boiler suit. I'm going to give him a five for design because yeah, that's it really is just a boiler suit. It is easy it's to very cosplay. average, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
All right, and how effective is Reagan? Uh, I think he's one of the highlights of this. Mm. He doesn't really appear to what episode three. Is it three or two? He's not. He's not I in think the he's first. He's earlier episode, than that, but you don't. You don't really notice. No, him. you don't know who he is or what he's doing. But I, I like the character. I like the actor. He's putting a bit of a sparkle into it. Um, like I say, you're very. You're absolutely right. He's like a Scorby character. Um, he's not evil. He's just doing his amoral. Job. Yeah, doing it for. Yeah. Doing it because he's been paid to do it. I like it. I like later on as well when the doctor says, um, or actually it's Liz that says to him. So all of this alien species, and you're going to use it to rob a bank, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, what else?" Um, <laughs> yeah, I like him. I'm going to give him an eight. I like him. That's what I've got as well. Is it? Oh god. So so often you and I. Um, I know we've got one brain exactly. cell between us. We? We're a gestalt, you and I. Yeah. So that's six Bless and a you. half. Yeah. <laughs> And now, uh, yeah, the, the men in suits, the ambassadors um, of Do we death. know if these spacesuits were made for this? Or were I these Doomwatch as well? No, I don't think they're Doomwatch. I think the info track would have said something. Yeah. You know? I mean, because they're, they're quite, nice, um, quite nice helmets and that, aren't they? They're quite nice suits. The suits are a bit knitted. Yeah. There's a lovely shot uh, of Pertwee from above when he's in the spacesuit. Uh, and he's meant to be in zero G laid on his back. And um, where they're taking the spacesuit on. And you can see there's nothing. It's just literally just a, a knitted mm. collar. Um, yeah. they, I like that they're quite creepy when they're walking about. There's a couple of weird shots where the sun's directly behind them. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite creepy. Um, so design-wise, yeah, I, I think it's quite a good design. Their wellies are a bit flappy. Um, you would notice that, would, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, I was looking going, oh, I could make this. Um, flappy wellies. So I'm going um, <laughs> to give them a seven and a half. Seven and a half. I gave them a seven, so yep. there's a bit of a change there. All right. 7.25. And how effective are they as they wander around with their red flashing? It's a, it's a game of two halves, isn't it? Because when, when they're attacking people, it's like, oh, okay, this is sort of a, you know, it's, it's a mummy character and it's slowly walking towards them could be a crinoid could be a crinoid yeah it's very interchangeable but for the rest of the time they're just stood there and i i still can't work out why they're doing what they're told Mm. there's no scene where like reagan shows them the isotope and then shows them the communicator like you're going if you don't do this you won't get this sort of thing there's no no scene that sort of says why they're doing it you just get the feeling they've been asked and they're going yeah, right. That, that guy said it in our language, so we better do it. Yeah, but um, when they get their voice, it's like, what the bloody hell are you doing? Yeah, We're ambassadors. Why, yeah. Why are, are we locked we in this room? People? Yeah. It's very, 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 that sort of schizophrenic. So I'm going to, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop down to a seven for effectiveness. A seven. Well, I drop down to a six. All right. So that's 6.5. So 6.5 plus. 7.25 divided by 2 equals... Right, we'll round that up to 6.9. 6.9, right. okay. So we've got 6.5 for Reagan, 6.9 for the Ambassadors. Caravan time. I mean, we've been doing this show so long now that uh, there's a, uh, it's pretty conclusive. A caravan will, will already exist, won't yeah, it? Yeah, I, so, I think we'd be hard pushed now to, to find an empty caravan. Well... Reagan's How many episodes not, of this we did? Uh, this is episode... Uh, I think it's 100 and... 
120, wow. 121, something like that. No, maybe more. Um, I haven't got that information um, along. Oh, hang on. Let me have a look. Hang on. Episode. Sorry about this. Uh, where's my other bit of paper? Uh, 160. 160. Oh, God. We are almost got, we're, we're very close to eclipsing Effectively Speaking, which is the very first podcast I ever did. We're getting very close to eclipsing that. Wow. Yeah. 160. I wonder if we'll, wonder if we'll get to 200. Will we? <laughs> yeah, will we? Will we last? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, no, Reagan's in a caravan. Um, he's with the Mutts. Oh, right. Okay. He'll, he'll Kel- use them, won't he? Yeah. Who was Kelman? Kelman, he's um, uh, Wilkins from UFO uh, on the A on the Revenge of the Soma. Oh uh, yes, of course. Yeah, you liked Tarot, him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the Autons from uh, uh, the Carnival Autons. Oh, you know. the big-headed guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Marshal, you know that robot oh, cyborg yeah. cowboy. The Triceratops. Okay, <laughs> we got him I into a know. caravan. Fair enough. Yeah. That's from and Invasion of the Dinosaurs. That's right. And yeah. uh, the Cybermen from The Five Doctors. Okay. That's forgetful, right. isn't it? Oof. Yeah. Um, the uh, Ambassadors of Death are in a slightly less packed um, uh, caravan. Uh, the Crooked Man. Crooked Man. Oh, that was... Um, that, that's a Capaldi one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was Capaldi's first one, wasn't it? The Half Clockwork. That's it, yeah. I think. The meddling monk. Oh, Peter. Oh, yeah, Peter Butterworth, yeah. Yeah, and the weed creature. I guess that's from oh, the Trout stories. Oh, Fury from the Deep, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the ambassadors there. Well, at least we've got another alien in there, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing this isn't in your top ten. No, no. I mean, it's just too dull for me. It's too long, like yeah. you say. If it was a part, a four-parter, quite a mass, you know, inspired early bit of John Pertwee, it'd be great. I wonder if a fan's ever done a four-episode edit of it. Is there an episode you could just cut out, or two episodes you could is, cut yeah. out? You could probably yeah. dump episodes uh, four and five. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could cut. If this, you know, when they uh, first released Doctor on VHS, and it would be cut down to ninety minutes because they thought you couldn't put yeah. more than that on the tape, even though everyone else other than the BBC could. Um, <laughs> I reckon you could. Those were if funny they would, times. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. I reckon they could do that with this, and there'll be easy sections because, like, you could cut out almost the whole of the Liz being uh, escaping and, and think that back. could go. You know, yeah. one of the space launches could go. Look, yeah. several of the action sequence just go. Yeah, I yeah. reckon you could edit it down quite easily. You did, didn't even really need the Doctor to go into space. He no. could just communicate with a spaceship that's yep. now There was no orbit, need for him you know? to do all that. Um, and I, literally on my notes at that point, I put, oh, there's going to be more filler. Because, <laughs> mm. yeah, as soon as they mention the Doctor going into space, you think, okay, we're going to have a whole episode of this. And we do. Yeah. yeah. All we got in that bit was confirmation the astronauts are alive yeah. and, and finding out from the captain that uh, they're ambassadors and they've been kidnapped. Yeah, which, know? like you say, you could do that where the doctor the doctor finally uh, um, works out what the message is and that's what tells you. We have your, uh, you have your astronauts on our ship 
please return our ambassadors. There you go. I've just cut a whole episode out for you. Yeah. 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 But they, the whole point was to do it for budget. This wasn't, that's why Barry lets wanted seven partners because then you can, you've got a larger amount of money to put on one big set. In this case, the, uh, the control room, you hire your actors for roughly the same amount, but you've got them for longer. So you're saving money. It was all about saving money. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I think that's it done. Um, so yeah. we're going to move on to uh, uh, Tom, aren't we? Tom. Yeah. And remember what I, this is totally coincidental. Remember what I just said about it's all done for saving money. All <laughs> Keep right. that so in mind. Are we studio bound? Next we're, time? we're studio bound. No location for this. Mm-hmm. Um, if I say uh, if I say we're going underground, would that do that anything? That will be underworld. Underworld, yep, yep. Which I have nightmare. never seen. Have you never seen it? Oh God, this is no. going to be, this is going to be really interesting because I think it's a story that holds up quite well as a story, but whether you can get past the visuals, I don't know, and I don't mean you personally. I mean as a viewer, whether the viewer can get past the visuals. Um, really, because yeah. this is quite late in the day for CSO, isn't it? It is. But wait till you see how much CSO is used. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Because the story is really interesting. It's Jason the Argonauts, and it's, you know... Is it? Yeah, I remember... Because I I read the novelization before seeing this, uh, because I'd given up Doctor Who pretty much around this time. I was starting to watch other stuff. Um, Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers, yep. Um, So I remember reading the book and really loving the story. It's like, oh, this is great. And then when you finally see it, the first episode, you're going, this is great. And then when they hit hit the CSO, you go, oh, oh, okay. God. Oh, okay. wow. Think of three whole episodes in Pertwee's Pink Tunnel from <laughs> Ambassadors. <laughs> I'll, I'll think about that. Yes, yeah. I'll, I most definitely will. Pertwee's Pink Tunnel. Yes. All is right. it one you've got? Or? Yeah. I there know I've go. got it because it was a... Um, you know, a box set, and yes, we needed it, was, it, yeah. needed what... it for Horns of Nymon, or that it was, was something it, yeah. like that, and it came with it. It's like, oh, it was in, I finally it was in got the collected stories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing is, as well, we forgot last time you didn't need to buy thing, but because they're all on iPlayer now. Yeah, but it's Tom. Yeah. If I yeah. didn't have it, I've, I've got to complete my collection. Same okay. with John. Yeah. I, I, I didn't have to buy Ambassadors of Death, but but you want um, the set? Yeah, I, I want all I, the extras. I, now, yeah. now I've seen it, I can go back and watch all the extras That's true, now. You know. Yeah. yeah, the making of is actually pretty good on it, uh, Ambassadors. It's, it's not bad. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I quite I quite like the idea of having them on disc. Um, yeah. I'm also a very lazy man, so it means I've got to go into the other room to get the disc. Right. Whereas with iPlayer, you've got a remote, haven't you? But I've I got find, a feeling, yeah. I, I, I won't know until I watch it, but I've got a feeling the reason I was put off watching it was there are a couple of actors in it and i'd seen oh. stills and it's like uh, no and well, one, one of the actors yeah. one I of think, them is the guy off blake seven he was yeah there. that's him yeah because when Dana's introduced. Yeah, because later on at the time i didn't know but at, later on that guy had a uh, a um a uh, a uh, career in soft porn did he and I porn did. mags because I, uh, I find that because he's I, an I, ugly bugger, isn't he? So. 
Yeah, but 70s porn, yeah, British true. porn films, they were all ugly buggers. Um, all hair, yeah. hairy and ugly. Yeah. He's definitely in some Mary Millington films because I showed oh, them. Right. You know, it's like his name's Fable. Alan, isn't yeah. it? It's Alan. Yep, that's it. Yeah, Alan. Um, Alan Lake. We, Alan Lake. Yes. I think that's his name. Yeah. He, yeah. He, bit of a I, seedy man. Yes. I remember the. I I don't know the the lead actor's name, but I remember he's good. I remember the female lead is good. It's Leela. Can't go wrong. And I also remember. The, the the weaponry in it they use a thing called shield guns and I right. remember thinking I remember thinking they're great design I want to make one okay but it's been a while since I've seen it so it'll be it'll be a good refresher will you for want me. to do that again yeah you know? possibly possibly um isn't this the one with Michael Keaton in it no that's um uh, that's Sunmakers see I haven't seen Sunmakers then oh, either because right. I definitely have not seen Michael Keaton. Well, I was, I was actually toying with Sunmakers, but it's a six-part, oh, and I thought we've just oh, had a seven No, part. not after a seven. <laughs> is it four, then? Underworld? This one's just four. It's oh, that's all right, then. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. I can't remember and who the... the there's, some, there's some alien bad guys in it, in hoods. I can't remember who they are, but I suppose they'll be our, our villains. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But we've got two weeks, because... Yes. Um, oh, yes. I'm, yeah, you're on late, so. I'm on lates next week, so two weeks until uh, we go delve into the underworld. Yes. All right. Yeah, will, will, it, uh, will it be better than those vampire movies from a while back? Well, is there anyone um, to measure with old Kate Beckinsale? Kate Beckinsale in uh, leather? In or latex. that, that poor, soft porn Alan, Alan Lake. Lake. <laughs> yeah. In a boiler suit, in I expect. In a boiler expect. suit. Yeah. No, I think he's in some sort of Baco foil suit. Oh, no. Give me Kate any day. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, yeah, in two weeks' time then, all right? Yep. Join us then. Nice one. All right. Brilliant. Okay. Thanks, Thanks folks. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Ian. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye.